Hello, and welcome to the EMD podcast, Empowering Motherless Daughters. My name is Zainab, and I am your host. Today, we are going to be talking about people pleasing. Are you a people pleaser, a self-sacrificer? Do you have a hard time saying no? Do you find yourself in awful situations because you did not say no? Guess what? You are not alone. I am there with you. We're on this together, okay? Don't feel bad. We are together on this. I did not know that I was a people pleaser till I was doing a research for this episode. That's when I found out, oh, I do have that. I do behave like that. So I, I, kind, I, I was shocked, I must say. I kind of was shocked because I think that I am fairly straightforward, but I guess I'm not as straightforward as I thought. So uh, according to Alan Robash, he is on YouTube. He is a relationship expert, a relationship, a relationship coach. I want to encourage you to look him up and watch some of his videos. But he talks about how people pleasers are children that were not invested in when they were younger. So there are people that were not invested in when they were younger. No one took the time to get to know them, including a a family member, a parent. No one invested in the child. So the child grows up. There are two things that can happen. Either they become a black sheep doing bad things to get attention, or they become an overcompensator, so they overcompensate. I fall into the category of overcompensating, and I I have been doing it for a long time without knowing. What I used to do is this. When I could not reach my mother emotionally, as you know, this show is called Empowering Motherless Daughters. I have mommy issues, and I'm trying to heal, (laughs) okay? So, When I could not reach my mother, I could not have a relationship with her emotionally. What I did was I latched on to my half-siblings, my cousins, my uncle. I wanted to have a relationship with them so bad. I went into this mode of pleasing them, sacrificing myself at any cost to have a relationship with them, going above and beyond, being used, what my cousins would do is they would they would never even text me, but I will always be the one texting them, calling them, trying to have a relationship with them, going out of my way to bring them in, into my life, in my home, just trying to be there to develop this relationship. And I never said no. Whatever they ask of me, I never said no. I just never did. And then my sister, my half-sister, she did pretty much the same thing. She will call me in like these six months period spam. You know, she will go six months without talking to me. Be, you know, in the, between the um, six months, I would call her, I would text her. She would never respond. And then all of a sudden, I would see her number. I would see her name on my um, on my phone, and I would be like, "Oh, she's calling me." 
And I took that as her wanting to have a relationship with me. But when I would pick up the phone, she would be in a crisis mode. She would put, have me on the phone for two, three hours where she's venting, she's crying, she's screaming, she's mad. And guess who's on the other side listening? Me. And when I get off the phone, I will be so tired emotionally. I was like drained. I was done. I could not. I was like, what is happening here? But then I would tell myself, well, she's busy. I would make excuses for her because I wanted to have that relationship with her. And I'd be like, oh, well, you know, she will call me next time. Then the next day, guess what I would do? I would text her. I hope you have a great day. I hope you feel better. She wouldn't even respond to the text message. <laughs> she will not. And six months will go by. She will call me again in a crisis mode. And guess what? I will pick it up again. I mean, can you imagine? This is what I was doing. The behaviors of a people pleaser is we are self-sacrificers. We are unable to say no. We're, we have low self-worth. We care too much about what other people think of us, that external validation. We show empathy to others, but yet we're so critical of ourselves. This is really, really bad. And I don't want to be that. I have learned how to not be used but I, I don't own it all the way. I'm still working on it. It's not as easy as it may seem or sound. It's actually a lot harder. But guess what? We're going to talk about six ways on how you can stop people pleasing. You don't have to apply all of them at once. You can take baby steps, just like what I did. I actually started off taking baby steps. I started using the word no. <laughs> We'll talk about that. That's the last thing. <laughs> I already gave it away. But listen, the first thing is take time to get to know yourself. When you get to know yourself, you know what you like, what you don't like, and what you're not going to tolerate. That is the first thing, getting to know you. The first thing you need to do, take time, invest in you. That investment that no one gave you, you invest in yourself, okay? The second thing here is build an accountability group. Now, I received this information from inc.com. It says for you to build an accountability group. I don't really have that yet, but from the from INC, it says that you can develop that relationship with your therapist. You can have your therapist be your accountability partner. So I have a therapist and the therapist, they will call you out. Just an FYI, <laughs> they will call you out. If you have a really good therapist, they will let you know if you did something right, something wrong. They will not call you out in a mean way, but they'll kind of give you a nudge to kind of let you know. You know, I don't know about that decision you made. So it's something for you to think about. The third thing is journaling. See, journaling is so powerful for me. When you journal, you get to see patterns of your behavior. Journaling has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with you. You see patterns and from that, you're able to recognize where you can grow, where you can make changes in terms of being a people pleaser. So I would recommend journaling as well. The fourth thing is reading scriptures and praying. 
over your thoughts. Read the scriptures. Whatever your religion is, read the word. Pray over your thoughts, you know, because this stuff is not an e it's not easy. And sometimes we just need the Holy Ghost to kind of give us a little push. So that's where reading the word comes from. So something for you to think about. The fifth thing here is setting boundaries. Now, you know, I am very big on setting boundaries. I respect my boundaries. I respect yours. I expect you to respect mine. Get it? Okay, don't cross my boundaries now because I'm not going to cross yours. And I got this information from Selfish Babe. Selfish Babe, you can follow her on Instagram. She says, never feel bad for establishing boundaries because your space is sacred. My space is sacred. Yours is sacred. So do not feel bad about setting boundaries. And the final thing, the final one of my favorites is learn how to say no. I have learned how to say no. I have not mastered how to say no, but I apply it daily, you know? I, I am not afraid to say no. Sometimes I kind of get a little kind of queasy. I'm like, oh, should I say no to this? But sometimes I test myself. I kind of push myself like, you know, no. According to William Urey, I read his book, The Power of a Positive No. It is from that book that I learned when I say no to you, honey, I am saying yes to me. Why won't I say no? <laughs> I want to say yes to me. So for that reason, I'm going to say no if that doesn't work out for me. And also, um, William Urey said, a lot of the problems that we have today is because we failed to say no yesterday. You don't really have to say no if you don't want to. But one thing that you can say is, let me get back to you. Let me think about it. If you don't want to use the word no right away, you can say, let me think about it. Or let me get back to you. I have to check my calendar. These are things, these are tools that you have. And you get to decide. It is your life. You don't have to go around pleasing people, especially people that don't really matter to you, people that don't care about your well-being. You do not have to do that. So practice. You have six skills that you can practice. You don't have to do them all one at a time baby steps make you a priority because you are enough until next time be kind to you